Welcome to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Watts. If you want to change your drinking habits and create a peaceful relationship with alcohol, you're in the right place. This podcast explores the strategies I use to overcome a lifetime of family alcohol abuse, more than 30 years of anxiety and worry about my own drinking, and what felt like an unbreakable daily drinking habit. Becoming an alcohol minimalist means removing excess alcohol from your life so it doesn't remove you from life. It means being able to take alcohol or leave it without feeling deprived. It means to live peacefully, being able to enjoy a glass of wine without feeling guilty and without needing to finish the bottle. With science on our side, we'll shatter your past patterns and eliminate your excuses. Changing your relationship with alcohol is possible. I'm here to help you do it. Let's start now. Well, hello and welcome or welcome back to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast with me, your host, Molly Watts, coming to you from, oh, my friends, it is still a bright, clear, beautiful Oregon right now. Very cold, very crisp, windy, but so sunny and bright and colors in Oregon right now. Brilliant yellows, reds, oranges in the trees and the greens, the evergreens, of course, but blue, blue sky behind it. So, wow, I have nothing to complain about. Usually I'm I'm complaining by this time about the weather in Oregon, but right now it has been spectacular in November and I am very, very grateful. Today on the podcast, before we get to it, I want to say that I have a, another prize winner. And this prize winner is actually someone who left a review on Audible. And you can leave a review on Audible. You can leave a review anywhere that you listen to this podcast or a any a review of the book, any place that you have purchased it. And we will find you and put you into the random drawing. And this uh, review, again, comes from Audible. And so fun to see that. It is from Scott K. So Scott K, if you are listening please email me, molly at mollywatts.com. Let me know that you are the winner of some alcohol minimalist swag. And thank you so much for your, for your review. It's a, an older review. That's still awesome. And this is what it says. This is your podcast if you are beginning to think maybe you or a family member has been drinking a little more than feels right in this pandemic year, or you have felt alcohol plays too big a role in your life over several plus years, or you have a family history of overuse and you know a 12-step program are, is not your answer. In a fresh, friendly, informative, and approachable way, Molly Watts breaks down alcohol's true science explores ways to think positively about choices and helps you decide if and how alcohol fits in your life. Nothing preachy. This is a wise friend who has forged a peaceful path of her own and allows you along on the journey, encouraging you to be your own navigator. Very easy to listen to, well-produced, and each episode stands alone, but I encourage you to start from episode number one. Number 19 is also a great starting place as it debunks myths about alcohol that might be trapping you. Along with Molly, you will meet fascinating experts or folks that offer resources. I'm a podcast junkie and cannot say enough good things about this one. Well, Scott, thank you so very much for those kind words. And please, if this podcast has helped you in any way, it really would be great if you would leave a review of it somewhere because it helps other people who are searching for content like this find us. And you might get entered into a drawing for you'll get, well, you will get entered and you might win. 
some alcohol minimalist swag. All right, on to this week's show. Today, I am sharing a conversation that I had with Adrian Stillman Kraus. Adrian and her husband, Jake, are the co-founders of the Dry Goods Beverage Company. And Adrienne is just awesome. I really enjoyed talking to her. She's actually a published cocktail writer. And Jake actually is a second generation vintner from Napa Valley, and they live there in Napa. So kind of, uh, you know, they enjoy, they, they admittedly enjoy a well-crafted wine, spirit, or cocktail. And they found themselves wanting to cut back on alcohol, and they were really frustrated by the lack of options that they could find beyond high sugary sodas, fruit juice, or sparkling water. And they wanted to figure out and they found, did a lot of research and they found some great alternatives and decided to start the Dry Goods Beverage Company. And I so appreciated the story and just their passion for this business and watching this them grow has been really exciting. And also just the the smaller businesses and the smaller artisanal craft, non-alcoholic spirit creators that they're working with and wine creators that they're working with. It's super exciting. So I think you're really going to enjoy hearing from Adrienne. And she actually helped me update my low alcohol, no alcohol holiday drink guide. She added in some of her great recipes and so you can download that right now over on the website. It's www.mollywatts.com. Just head over there right on the homepage. You should get to be able to download that updated version of the low alcohol, no alcohol um, holiday drink guide. If you are in the Facebook group, you already have got this. We've already, I already uploaded it there. So um, you will see that there, but you can, if you're not in my Facebook group and you would like to uh, grab it. You could go to the website or come on and come on in and join the Facebook group. We are a great group, the Alcohol Minimalists, and we would love to have you. This episode is dropping the day before Thanksgiving here in the United States. So I want to say a very happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I am so grateful for the many people that share their their journeys with me and their kind words and that appreciate what I'm doing for them. I appreciate all of you who have made this journey for me so worthwhile. And I get to share something that I'm really passionate about and make sense of a lot of old stories that I used to have about alcohol. And I hope, I hope that you know how much this work means to me and how much this podcast means to me and how grateful I am for all of it. Have a very happy Thanksgiving to those of you celebrating and for all of us. The holidays are right around the corner. Here they come. Let's get ready. Have a great week, everyone. And here's my conversation with Adrian Stillman Kraus. Hey, Adrian, thank you so much for being here on the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation and I just appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for having me, Molly. I'm really thrilled to be here. Yeah. So you have quite an interesting story, an interesting background and kind of a journey along a different alcohol plane than I am used to. And then you decided to start a non-alcoholic drink coverage, a drink company. So we're going to talk about all of it, but first of all, tell me how you got interested in writing about the books that you wrote, the book that is 
so incredible is a book of alcoholic beverage recipes, like 600 of them, right? That's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Over more than 600 recipes. It's called Spirited Cocktails from Around the World. And it came out in 2020. Ironically, it was while I was writing that book that I stopped drinking alcohol and, <laughs> and started this new phase of my life in, in, you know, dry drinking and, and getting into kind of the non-alcoholic side of both wine and spirits and cocktails. Um, but I got into the alcohol side of things really in my twenties, I was living in New York city. It was the, it was when the craft cocktail scene was exploding and I started going to some of these new bars and I just fell in love with what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And there were definitely some, you know, overindulged, overindulgent <laughs> uh, evenings along the way, but there, there is something still that I, that I really appreciate about the craft that goes into making really high quality spirits, making really high quality cocktails. And that was a really exciting ecosystem to discover and, and be a part of. And I ended up leaving my job in finance to work in cocktails and spirits and kind of, you know, fast forward a number of years, I then had the opportunity and was approached by Fiden, the publisher of, of my book to work on my first book, which is called Where Bartenders Drink, which is a guide to bars around the world as recommended by bartenders, as the name suggests. Mm -hmm. And then I, I worked on Spirited, which, as you said, is a, a collection of over 600 cocktail recipes from all over the world. I think it's more than 60 countries and it spans, you know, 500 years. Right. So it's, it's a and there's very, a little bit of, I mean, and that's, what's cool about it too. There's history to it. And you talk about that. It's not just like the recipes, there's a little bit of the culture and the societal, you know, I mean, the, just the, the celebration and the, the gathering that we've done around cocktails over the years, right. Yes. Over the, I mean, hundreds of years. Yes. And, and, you know, that's really, I think one of the things that is most interesting to me about cocktails and, and, and wine and spirits in general is there's this really rich history, social history, cultural history, you know, humans have been coming together to eat and drink together since the beginning of time. And yeah. often that involved alcohol. So there's a really fascinating and rich history behind a lot of these recipes, things that come out of, of colonial America, things that come out of, of the, you know, British empire and their connections with, uh, with India, um, you know, less, um, I'm looking for the right word, less in a less positive way that there's also looking at how the slave trade impacted mm -hmm. and, and those trade routes, though mm -hmm. all of those things impacted how we drink today. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to, you know, to dive into that and understand more about it. And for me, it, that understanding really enhances my appreciation of the, of the, the drink. Yeah. And I mean, let's this book, I mean, so first of all, folks, I just want you to understand this book is not only that it not only is it uh, a recipe book but it is um i'm gonna i'm now searching for a word 
this, it's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's picture, you know, I mean, it's beautiful to look at too, which I think is super awesome. And I really enjoyed looking through it and it gets some really fabulous reviews. Thank you. Yes, it was, it was really well received, which is, which is always, you know, very nice. And they, um, the photographer who, who did all of the drink photography really did a, a fantastic job. So it, it really is meant to be a, an encyclopedic reference book for drinks. And, right. you know, the, the good news is, so the, the book is written, it's alcoholic recipes. There are a handful of non-alcoholic recipes included, mm-hmm. but the other thing that's sort of, you know, good news for probably everybody listening to this podcast is that mm-hmm. you can also use a lot of the, the new non-alcoholic spirits and other products to recreate or to, to make, you know, non-alcoholic versions of yeah. recipes that are in the book and kind of achieve many of the, many of the same flavor profiles, just using non-alcoholic ingredients. Which is really exciting and cool. And so that leads us into Adrian, tell me what inspired you. You're working on this really like, you know, almost a, a hymnal for, yeah. for, for, for cocktail recipes And during this process, you decide to stop drinking alcohol. Somebody who has clearly an interest and has been involved in the alcohol industry for years. So so, tell me about that. So my husband and I wanted to start a family and uh, we were not successful in the beginning. And so one of the first things to go as with, you know, many other women have had this experience is alcohol. I also had some specific health issues and so related to that. And so I gave up alcohol, caffeine, sugar, wheat, dairy, probably oh something else that I can't oh remember. Oh my goodness. It was a lot oh of things. My- yes. <laughs> the coffees, the coffee kind of makes my heart hurt just a little bit. <laughs> you know, I kept uh, like 100% dark chocolate. And that was really a saving grace mm-hmm. through, through that experience. And, you know, and my husband ended up largely giving up alcohol as well during this time. And uh, at, along the way, a friend of ours recommended that we check out some of these non-alcoholic alternatives that, that these new products that were coming to market. And at first, you know, we were very skeptical. We kind of thought mm-hmm. like, what would be the point of a non-alcoholic <laughs> gin? That just sounds... Mm-hmm you know, sort of right. de- depressing and probably not very delicious. Mm-hmm. And, but we, we said, okay, we'll give it a try. So mm-hmm. we went online and we ordered a whole bunch of things and we were just totally blown away and, and like surprised, you know, we, we definitely came into this with a, with a, as I said, a skeptical mindset. And we started learning more about the, these products and learning more about the people who were making them. And what we found is that there is a whole group of people who have a really similar story to ours, not necessarily trying to have children, but although there are some people who fall sure. into that category, uh, but people who have some kind of reason that they are looking to cut out alcohol or reduce alcohol in their life. And, but they care about quality and taste and they don't want to compromise those, those things. They still want to be able to have a, a delicious adult beverage 
-hmm. whether at a party or, you know, to, to unwind at the end of the day or a glass of wine with a meal. And they're, if they were disappointed in what was out there, they weren't finding products that met their standards. And, you know, a lot of the, I call it kind of the like first generation of non-alcoholic drinks, you know, a lot of them made by big companies, not really interested in craft or quality ingredients packed with a lot of sugar Mm -hmm. and, and that really aren't kind of up to par in our new, you know, this new world where on the, on the alcohol side, we have, as I talked about these craft spirits, craft cocktails, incredible wines, incredible beers, you know, just because I'm not drinking alcohol doesn't mean that I want to drink apple juice. You know, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a five-year-old either. So we found this ecosystem of people who were really in the same boat as us and who had decided to go out and create. They said, okay, I'm th- what is available is not good enough. I'm going to go make my own thing. And, and there, and it became this, it is very similar to the, the craft producers on the alcohol side or any kind of, you know, artisanal food maker, Mm -hmm. frankly. Um, And so that was just really exciting to us. And we saw an opportunity to create the dry goods beverage company, which is our non-alcoholic online store. And we really came into it and we said, you know, there's so many great things out there, but it's hard to navigate as, you know, as you're, if you're trying to find, you know, a a good quality, non-alcoholic wine, where the heck do you start? And a lot of these products are not available in local retail yet. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they may be coming, but in, in most places in the country, you, it's difficult to find. And you know, it's also difficult to find things that are going to match your personal taste because everybody has different taste. Uh, what I think is delicious, you know, may you may not be your favorite and vice versa. So we saw kind of a a hole, if you will, in the in the market to create an online retail shop where we could bring together what we thought and what we think are really the most, the highest quality, the best products out there and to help people find the right thing, you know, for their own personal taste. And that is how the dry goods beverage company was born. And it's actually almost exactly two years ago that we started working on the, on that project. And it's going really well. What I love about what you guys have done specifically is just kind of what you said. First of all, you bring a different perspective because you had experience in the, in the spirits industry and really a, an eye for just as you said kind of a craft the craft mm-hmm. of making these beverages mm-hmm. so i think you have a palate that you know i don't want to say discerning like the discerning palate but you know you you have an eye for that kind of attention to detail and 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 seeing things and so i'm really excited i have not tried yet one of this but I'm really excited to try it. The, the lights 0.5 Pinot Noir that's on your website, because I probably hear more than anything else from my group that the one thing that nobody can seem to find a good one of is a non-alcoholic red wine. Red, I know it was so hard when we got, you know, first got started, we tried so many, (laughs) so many bad red wines. Yeah. And we just, you know, 
if we don't like it, we don't carry it. So for a long time, we didn't have any red wine alternatives because we just couldn't find any that we felt good about putting on our, you know, on our virtual shelves. And then the lights came along and created their 0.5 Pinot Noir. It really tastes like Pinot Noir, which is, you know, what we're always, what we're kind of looking for right. in the product. If it says Pinot Noir on the label, then I want it to taste like Pinot Noir. Right. Uh, and I think they totally nailed it. The, what I, one thing I like about the lights as a producer, they are, they're German and they make alcoholic wine. That's their original right. family business. They, you know, it's, it's generations that they've been making these, these wines and they're very well respected for, for those products. And then the current generation owner decided, Hey, I, why don't we have high quality non-alcoholic wines? I'm going to do that. And so they have a whole range. They've got, they make Riesling, which of course is the, they're, you know, in Germany sure. and it's, that's the cl classic grape there. Very good. They make a Chardonnay. They make a, a Blanc de Blanc, which is a white blend, which is also very good. And now they have the Pinot Noir. And I think their whole lineup is really, really fantastic. And I, you know, part of the reason that, that I think they're good is that they have, they bring that classic and traditional winemaking perspective to, to these non-alcoholic wines. And again, they're not packing them with sugar and kind of fake stuff. Mm -hmm. They're, they're mm -hmm. really, you know, very few ingredients, very yeah. pure. And well, I, I the, yeah, the Pinot Noir is definitely a favorite. I, I am very excited to try it because like I said, that's probably the thing I hear most about, um, is just that non is not, is not being able to find a good red. Like, yeah. and, and I, and I have found, you know, a couple of like, especially sparkling whites. I think I can find a non-alcoholic sparkling white. They really taste like literally like almost the same to me. I, I taste zero difference. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, just, I, yeah. So we're, I'm definitely in, I'm in for the, I'm in yeah. for the, I'm in yeah. for trying the wine. Hey all, just a quick break in the show to talk with you for a minute about Sunnyside. It's fall and it's time for tailgaters and holiday parties on the horizon. There is never a better time than right now to put a mindful plan into place. And Sunnyside is my recommendation for how you can really use a tool that provides a way to track your drinks, measure your progress, and really uses proven behavior change techniques to create lasting habit change. The thing is, you can reduce your drinking by 30% in the first 30 days with Sunnyside. And you can save over $50 a month, cut out 2,500 calories out of your diet. And these are just based on average results. I know that people that I talk to and people that I work with are using Sunnyside and getting great results. If you'd like to find out if it will work for you, go to www.sunnyside.co slash minimalist to get started on a free 15-day trial today. The other thing that I love about your particular, you know, about dry goods and just, I guess, because again, it's your perspective and it's your background is you have got a ton 
of recipes of non-alcoholic recipes on there. And they're really cool. And I just cannot wait to share that with our crowd because I mean, and so tell me, do you have a, do you have a favorite? Not, I know you, you've had a favorite. I looked at when I was looking up your bio, you used to have a favorite alcoholic drink. Do you, do you have now a favorite non-alcoholic drink? You know, I would say that my favorite, and this is really my, my go-to is, is from a brand called for bitter for worse. Mm-hmm. And they, as the name suggests, they are makers, bitter products. If you like bitter flavors, if on the alcoholic side, if you like a Negroni, this is a fabulous option and it's a flavor profile that can be very difficult to find in the non-alcoholic space. Often things tend to be fruity or mm-hmm. citrusy or a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. So I, I love those flavors, but I also really like bitter flavors and specifically they make a product called Saskatoon okay. and it's, a it kind of reminds me of a cross. It, it's sort of like a, a sweet vermouth, mm-hmm. um, but with, with more bitter. Okay. And I love it just plain over ice, a few dashes of orange bitters, maybe an orange slice. Mm-hmm. It's just like the perfect aperitif. And it's also, it's particularly nice as we get into kind of cooler weather. Yeah. And that's another, they're actually based, I know you're up in Portland. They are also in Portland and it's a, another really cool founder story. They're, uh, it's husband, another husband and wife team. And uh, Shelly had a, some health issues where she couldn't drink alcohol anymore. And again, this was her, couldn't find anything that she liked. And so they created uh-huh. their own. Awesome. Oh, I love that. I do. I love that. I'm going to look that up too. Yeah. Um, what I like about too, again, I, I've got, well, there's what, I mean, obviously I, I keep saying what I like, what I like. I like a lot of things going on here, folks at the dry goods beverage company, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. You're going to be able to find it, but, um, you it's because it isn't just like all the mainstream bigger company, um, you know, I'm not familiar with a lot of these folks. And I love that because just like that story, right? These are some, these are people that are innovators and they're finding new ways to do this. And some mm-hmm. of this stuff is really becoming quite, uh, just quite innovative for what is yes. you know going on. And I really love Definitely. that people are doing this. I do too. And it's really inspiring to work with the the producers that we partner with. I love telling their story and I have made an effort on across the website to include this, the story of each product on the page. So you not only get, you know, what, what are the ingredients and kind of some of the basics, but I also really wanted to share those stories of these people, because I think for me, they, again, it, it really ended up, ends up enhancing my appreciation of the of the drinks. And it's also, there are some really interesting and cool people doing some very cool things out there. And it's, it's really fun to be a part of that. Yeah. And what I love too, is like, they're finding these, these kind of like, I mean, so sometimes they call them botanicals. Like there's a different, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. they're not just, you know, it's not just, Oh, this is a gin replacement. Like it can right. be, you know what I mean? It's like, right. it's, it's a totally different, it's really kind of its own category in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting point to get into. There's kind of two main categories of 
of products in the non-alcoholic space. There are ones that are trying to recreate a very specific flavor. So the, you know, non-alcoholic Pinot Noir is fits into that category or non-alcoholic gin, non-alcoholic whiskey. You know, obviously the idea is that those products taste comparable to their alcoholic counterparts and you could presumably substitute them in drinks calling for alcoholic gin or alcoholic whiskey. You know, sometimes that works better than others. Like I'm, you know, my experience is that some spirits are, depending on the non-alcoholic spirit, they, they kind of lend themselves better to some types of drinks, you know, versus others. But I, I wish I'm happy to, to speak to, but I'll finish this thought first. So, so in the one camp, we have these, you know, really they're trying to mimic or imitate already existing alcoholic drinks. And then on the other side, we have non-alcoholic drinks that are just their own thing. And Mm -hmm. they're, they just have, they're delicious, interesting drinks that happen to not have alcohol. Mm -hmm. And often they're, what I would say is that they're trying to recreate the overall kind of experience, or maybe they're trying to take the place of wine on the table without necessarily exactly mimicking the taste of alcoholic wine. And I like, I like products on both that fall into both of those categories, but I think that's, you know, anytime you're creating something that is an imitation, it, it, by definition, it is going to be somewhat less than. Yeah. Right. And, you know, alcohol, you know, alcoholic gin is 40% alcohol. If you take out 40% of what's in the bottle, you know, it's a lot. It's a, it is a big percentage. Right. (laughs) So, so there's just always going to be a, you know, that's part of it. I still think that you can have a delicious non-alcoholic gin and tonic. I still think you can have a great non-alcoholic margarita you know, we, we sell products that fall into both of these camps, but, um, I think that sometimes the, the products that are just doing their own thing, they give Mm -hmm. themselves a little more space. And so they don't have the same kind of comparison, the one-to-one, you know, comparison to, to kind of, to go up against, they just can exist on their own as, Mm -hmm. as their own thing. And the, the for bitter, for worse, line is definitely one of those falls into that category. And another, another one that's our, our top seller for us and also a personal favorite is called Copenhagen sparkling teas. Oh yeah. I saw those too, which really interesting. They are really interesting. So created by a sommelier, a Danish sommelier, and he went in and, and was looking for, you know, how could he create Actually, he was looking for a pairing for like a dessert, I think. And he didn't like any of the wine options. And so he decided to go see if he could find a tea pairing instead. And this inspired him to create this line of of drinks. There's a lot of really interesting parallels between fine wine and tea. Actually, there's, you know, especially Mm -hmm. in Asia, there are big collectors of tea. There there's vintage tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we in the US, we kind of we have, you know, twinings and we maybe don't get too much more advanced than that, but, um, there can in really 
fine teas, there's a beautiful depth of flavor and kind of nuance and you get, you can have fruity notes and you can have earthy notes and you have tannin, which is, you know, tannin is like, imagine a really oversteeped tea, you know, it like totally dries out your mouth. That's right. tannin. Right. Which and is that, like and, in wine. Yeah. Which is like in wine, especially in red wines. It's part of what gives red wine kind of interest in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, when you're, when you're removing, when you're removing all these things from the, you know, a non-alcoholic product, you, you've got to, you've got to have something else that makes it interesting. So the tannin is, you know, is part of that. So the, you know, the, the teas are, we have two flavors. There's a, a white sparkling and then a, a rosé sparkling. And they are, they don't taste like wine. You're not going to ever drink this and and be confused that it's Chardonnay. Right. Right. But it kind of hits all the same notes as a glass of wine. So you've got a little you've got that fruitiness, you've got some of that tannin, you've obviously got some bubbles because it's it's sparkling. You have a whole bunch of different interesting, you know, flavors that evolve in in the mouth. They pair really well with food. So that's that's definitely a favorite and it and definitely falls into the category of this, you know, much more sophisticated drink that, you know, if you consider yourself to be a wine, like really a wine lover or, Mm -hmm. you know, God forbid a wine snob, (laughs) this is is the drink for you. Okay. Oh, I love that too. That's awesome information. Awesome. One thing that I am super excited about folks, uh, Adrian was nice enough to share. She shared some of the best recipes, some of her favorites with me. We are updating the, um, holiday, non-alcoholic, low alcohol beverage guide. And I think you are going to love that. So you will be able to find that on my website. And uh, again, when in the show notes, we will link to dry goods, to dry (laughs) goods, beverage company as well. Um, Lastly about this, I think before we go into, before we go too far away from it, you did successfully get pregnant, correct? Yes. Yes, I did. We, yes, that's an important part of the story. It is an important part of the story. Yes. My son, Timothy is six months old. He was born in May. Nice. And so now you are a full-time working mama and, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the whole thing and still, but, and so no desire to go back to the alcohol life. Just no, you're just, you're good. You know, I, I enjoy a good glass of wine mm-hmm. here and there. I, and, and again, I think I, but I really only want a little bit and I only want it if it's really good. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think my, you know, I, I evolved to was I'm only going to have a drink if it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to have a glass of wine just because it's, it's there and whatever, whatever's on offer you know, it's only like, if it's something, something really quality, um, and that I'm really going to enjoy as opposed to just drink kind of out of habit or because other people are drinking or whatever. Yeah. Because we talked about that, the mommy wine culture kind of like, right. It's like, yeah, that, uh, a lot of, a lot of messages around that, especially when you're dealing with working in, in mom. There are. And, you know, for me, I'm, you know, I'm exclusively 
uh, nursing my son. And so that's, there's an, there's a yep. consideration there for sure. But even beyond that, you know, I need all of my energy to be a mom. Right. And, and get my work done. I do not have time to be, <laughs> to have a headache or be kind of fuzzy, you know? Yeah. And it, and I, I don't, it doesn't, it, I'm just not interested in doing kind of doing that anymore. It doesn't bring me any joy. Um, yeah. so I, I enjoy a glass of wine, a good glass of wine here and there. It's nice, you know, when my husband and I can sit down and have dinner and, have, you know, have a glass of wine or we, we recently, um, my husband's family is Jewish and we celebrated Yom Kippur, the day of atonement and where you fast all day. And then you break your fast in the evening. And the tradition in their family is to break fast with a, a little small, uh, sip of cognac. And that's a really beautiful family tradition. So that, that kind of thing is I, I enjoy, but that's, but I don't have a greater desire to, yeah. you know, be drinking kind of more or more regularly. Yeah. Well, I love everything that you are doing. And I think that this, uh, this is going to be really fun to see what happens these, because like I said, this is really is a growing industry. It's an, it's a evolving industry. It's evolved even since I started doing this podcast, Absolutely. things have changed so much. And I am all the time, but I'm still really amazed by how many people are like, oh, there's like non-alcoholic wine, like people that, you know, they literally do not know that this, that it exists. And so there's an education piece to this that you're doing. There is, and also just um, making sure that people know that this is really high quality stuff. This is not, you know, this is, this is for somebody who wants a really good experience. So yes, I am super excited to share that with everybody. And Adrian was so great. She set up a discount code for listeners of the alcohol minimalist podcast. So if you go to dry goods, beverage company, and I will again, link it in the show notes and you put in the discount code minimalist 10, that's minimalist 10, you can get 10% off your orders from, from Adrian, correct? Yes, that is correct. And the URL, I know, I know you'll put it in the notes. The website is drygoodsdrinks.com. Drygoodsdrinks.com. And so folks, you got to go check it out. You have to go see and check out all the wonderful, um, all the wonderful recipes, because truly, even whether you're, you're doing it with non-alcoholic drinks or I mean, non-alcoholic spirits or using some spirits in there too, because you've got great recipes, 100%. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and I, I'll just say, I personally test all of the recipes, which, um, you know, there's a lot of bad recipes out there. I test them all. They're, you know, (laughs) Look, you may not like all of them. That is okay. We we have different taste, but they are they are sound recipes. And you know, we you can filter by flavor and spirit alternative. Um, and you know, we're happy to provide personalized recommendations if if folks have questions about you know what they might like. We really want to help people find drinks that they're going to enjoy that really fit their personal taste. 
Yep. And you've got the other, like some of the other stuff too, like the, the syrup, the, the fiery ginger syrup and mm-hmm. the bitters, things on the, that also kind of are, um, you know, ancillary little items or, or other yeah. things that are going to make the drinks really special too. So yes, definitely. Adrian, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story, your background, your mission here, your passion for this business. And I'm excited to see what happens for you going forward in 2023 and for your family. Thank you, Molly. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you change your drinking habits and to create a peaceful relationship with alcohol. Use something you learned in today's episode and apply it to your life this week. Transformation is possible. You have the power to change your relationship with alcohol now. For more information, please visit me at www.mollywatts.com.